Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports, including NBA, Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV to get the bonus and get into action. Bet online where the game starts. Jordan, shut up back there. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast. After dark episodes, we are live in Miami 2022. I am excited. I feel like I say I'm excited for every guest. I think it's because it's like kind of like a, a porno reunion, even though you're not even in porno, but it's the adult reunion of Exotica. It's been three years since I've been here myself. I'm excited. Private Talk After Dark. I have the pleasure of having Miss Rubber Doll. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. You are a beautiful human being. I'm Likewise. so excited that I got to see you. It's been so many years. Thank you. You look beautiful. Thank you're you. in all this latex. I'm sweating in no clothes. I'm, I'm sweating in no clothes. I'm like, here, let me fan you, beautiful queen. It is hot because we're here in Miami. How are you? You, I mean, I don't even know the right title to call you other than a, que- a bondage queen, a latex queen, a dancing queen. I don't like, even, you put on the most shows, like the best shows I've ever seen as far as a, a, an exotic dancer. You, you hold no bars back from the costumes to the engagement, yes. everything. Yeah, well, I started doing porn. Like, I started doing fetish porn back in 2000. Uh, And I have my website, rubberdoll.net. And then that's initially how I started. And that was the path that I wanted to take. So at that time, was there any people that you looked up to that maybe that was in the fetish world itself? Or did you just see a gap in, like, the fetishness of itself that you wanted to make your own lane? Well, back in 2000... That's kind of like when everything started on the internet. That I feel like that's really like almost the beginning of when you could have a pay site. Um, there was only like one or two other people. One of them was called Bianca, loves latex. And and I, to be honest, when I first started, I didn't even know who she was. She was she's a girl from Canada. I started it because I saw an opportunity to showcase my love for latex, for fetish, for bondage. So you were already like this in your personal life. Right, exactly. I've been like this since a kid. (laughs) Since I was like 11 years old or 12. Like just dressing, uh, you know, goth and then fetish. And then in 2000, that's when I saw the opportunity to have, uh, to open a pay site. And then that's how it all started. But it was hardcore. Were you shocked about the, the amount of response that you got? Because again, me being in the adult, you know, business myself, but being in a different realm of not the bondage thing, you were a star from the beginning, you know what I mean? And again, I, I'm not sure when you started, but I knew that the moment I saw you, there's you just an it factor. You have it or you don't. And you had all of it. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that coming from you. But uh, I got the, the website got very popular simply because something like that, fetish porn, was not really available yet on the internet. So it got very popular very quickly. The website got popular. Clubs started contacting me that, and they're like, hey, can you come over to my club? And I I want you to do a show. And I was like, actually, I rejected a couple of them. Had at that point, had you ever danced before? Or were you just into latex? 
So you were like, never. What kind of show? I don't even know. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. I remember writing them back an email like, what kind of a show do you want? Which is not the response they want to hear. You know, they're not responsible for the show you're going to do, do, obviously. <laughs> so after a couple of, you know, writing back to a couple of different people, uh, di different clubs and promoters, I started thinking, well, you know what? Let me give something like this a try. How hard could it be? Well, I mean, it's very hard. It's very, very hard. But uh, as soon as I did my first show, uh, I realized that I liked it. And I started getting popular on that, which was very weird. So both uh, both things were very, very popular at one point. My, my pay site was extremely popular, but then getting hired to do shows. It's funny because me knowing you, not knowing your background, but just knowing that who you are or whatever, it's funny because when you hear someone who's as a boss babe that you are and owning all of who you are and like the sexiness, whatever, you would never think that from the outside looking in because it just seems like you've been doing it forever. And I say that because for you to say what kind of show, your shows are so much more and then some. Like I've never even seen, I've been to a lot of strip clubs myself. I perform or I used to perform on stage and my show is 10 times even <laughs> than yours. And you know how hard it but is. But 1,010, it's, it's hard. But now you implement not only your costumes with the latex, you've got lights, you've got yeah. smoke, you've got fucking a saw. Bitch, I've seen you. <laughs> saw a metal dick and sparks yeah. everywhere. Like it was, yeah. honestly, it was the most thing where it was just like, my jaw was like, oh. <laughs> you did what? Because I'm the same way. I never, I was never a dancer prior to. I'm a performer. I, I always say like, I'm a singer, but I can't, I, I can't sing. Like yeah. I, I'm a performer, but I, I don't know how to sing. I mean, in the shower, it may sound great, but I like the dance. I like the entertainment. I mean, I, I did the it. twerk contest. I like people getting yeah, engaged. Yeah, when I see you on stage, I see that. I, I see that. And then it's a switch. It's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying on there, but I make it happen. And yeah, I make yeah, it look exactly. good. So how did it evolve from you saying what kind of show to you implementing now the lights, the, the medals, the, all the things that make Rubber Doll the great performer that you are? Well, I realized that I really had to up my game if I really wanted to be on the top to stand you know, out I want to be, I want to stand out. I want to be different. I want my show to be like nobody's show. I don't want someone to confuse me with somebody else. I want an original show. And and when I'm up there, all I want to do is I want everyone look at me now, you know? I want everyone's attention. So when I am building a show, it has to be better than the last show. And I'm constantly thinking, how can I have everyone's eyes looking at me as soon as I go on that stage? And there's no other way. There's only one way, and that's how am I gonna make it better? So I started learning how to do LED work. I started learning all everything, all the, uh, the props that I use on the stage, I come up with them in my head. If I can't make it myself, I'll find someone that makes it for me. Uh, it's a lot of work. One show will take me one year to design, put together. It's a lot of, it's expensive. The latex is all custom made by a local latex designer here uh, in Miami. Uh, so it's a lot of work. It's For a sure. lot of work. I love that though. I think that, you know, it's, if it wasn't, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. That's exactly. why that, you know, you, you stand out above everybody else. I mean, yeah. I don't even know anybody that does anything on your caliber yeah. of what level it is. But how do you dictate your shows? Do you, is it just again like, 
is it a vision in your head? Is it like based off certain ideas or how does yes. that even come to light? Well, uh, I have followed a recipe um, for each show, how it's supposed to, how the layout is supposed to go. It goes into, into layers. It's like a treatment. Like movies, like yeah. television shows. Exactly, exactly like a movie. It goes into layers. It starts off me showcasing my outfit. And it's usually a wow outfit. Look at my outfit. And then it, it evolves wow. into and it evolves into one magic trick. So that's another thing that I had to learn. I had to learn how to do magic. Uh, and I studied it very well. I started building my own magic tricks, which is, and they're usually, they're not silly magic tricks like, look, a rabbit. No, it's usually something coming coming out of my vagina, you know? What's coming out of your vagina, rabbit dog? Yeah. <laughs> I've had bird cages come out. I've had. Okay. <laughs> a bird cage, private talk after dog. I've had not just a bird, <laughs> a bird cage. A bird cage, a metal bird cage. I, you know, and it's always something different. It really depends what. And I, I want to uh, make my shows like something completely different from the last. Do you still get nervous? Yes, and that's a very big yes. I get very nervous when my friends are watching me. Uh, I get very nervous uh, when my friends are watching me. <laughs> it's so funny. But you're such a personable person. Don't you have friends everywhere? Um. Yes, of course, yes. But so does every show make you nervous? Do you have like a mantra that you like talk yourself through before you go on stage? Like, makes yeah. you a bad one. You got this. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we doing it. Do you have a mantra? Yeah, it, it, I think like when my groups of friends, not not all, because I travel a lot, all over the world, but when it's, uh, when it's a group of friends that are specifically are there like watching me, I get very nervous because I want to give them the best show, obviously, and I'm embarrassed if something happens. But uh, that's how it is, you know. And I also like award shows, uh, competitions. I, I don't really like competitions because of that. It's just too much pressure. I mean, I, I mean, you've won some awards. You've done some things. I think I get what you mean with the competition because for me, it's like the only competition I really have is myself. I think everybody is a is a great entertainer, exactly. entertainer in their own right, their own lane. I think that people sometimes in society and things like that pin certain women against each other, and it's like. You know what? We can all support each other. Exactly. We can all love what we're doing. Yep. We all have beautiful assets in many different ways. And as long as that you are truly into your craft, which you are, and it shows, I'm all for that's it. That's exactly how I think. And that's one of the reasons I don't like to do competition. Because I think everyone is so unique in what they do. I don't think anyone is better than the other. I think we're all great. And I able, when I, I won the competition, and I kind of feel a little weird just because I felt like they did equally it's like as good. everyone's a winner. <laughs> I wish it could be like that, yes. So you're here at Miami 2022. How has this show been different from any other ones? Well, this show is completely different from all the other ones because this is Miami. Miami has its own thing going on. You're, you're from here. I, I was though, born so, and okay. raised here in Miami. Actually, five minutes from here, I was born and raised. And it is like something completely different. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, oh, in a very good way. Yeah, no, in a very good way. It's uh, it's my hometown, and uh, I feel like everyone here is kind of like family. <laughs> so it's, I, a, it's a little bit, that part is a little bit weird because I don't know if my family wants to know I do porn, but. <laughs> I think it's funny because like as, as crazy as people think Miami is, I almost feel like it's one of the most tamer shows. And me being 
I haven't been in, in here in three years. I'm like, oh, I forgot. But it's almost like you got to like wake them up a little bit more. And not yeah. that they're oh, intimidated yes. because you're out at South Beach and doing all kinds of things with teeny tiny bikinis or whatever. It's just like, oh, wait, but now we're in a porn convention. Now Absolutely. Whatever. It's like, take yourself out of what the building is and just experience the moment. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But it's, so far, it's been a really great show. Um, I've gotten really good feedback. Last night on stage, when I was doing my show, it was amazing. I had a really, really good time. Uh, a lot of, it, it's been really great, because a lot of my friends came out to support me last night, uh, and at, at the after party as well. And it was so much fun. I had a really, really good time last night. That's amazing. Are you doing any shows other tonight? Yes, party? I'm going to be at Bea's Cabaret. Okay. Yeah, for one show at 1.30. Uh, I, I was there last year, and I had a good time as well. Awesome. Yeah. So we talked about Exotica. Let's talk about a little bit more personal things. Are you single in a relationship? Are you dating? What is your love life like? Well, I'm still with the same person that actually started my career. Okay. Um, he has a separate career, uh, but he's the one that actually got me. He was my. He started out as my photographer. He started off with um, just building my my website, rubberdoll.net. Uh, he had, you know, he's he's everything. Uh, the reason I've gotten to this point because he has definitely helped me out on everything you can think of. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do all this. It's it's a lot of work, you know that. Sure. You need you need people to help you. So are you married? I'm not married. Okay. I'm not married. Okay. But I've been with the same person for the past 20 years. So it's like common law. <laughs> it's, it's a law. Y'all are married. Y'all are married. So being that you did adult entertainment stuff, do you only, is it only singularity in your relationship or do you guys have rules? Is it anything else that you like bring girls home? Or are you just strictly with the man that you came into business with? No, we've brought people home. Yeah, we're, so you're open we're pretty to it. open. We're okay. pretty open. Uh, we've been to swingers parties. Um, we've been to fetish parties. Um, so we're pretty we're pretty open about that. I yeah. Like All right, so we're going to get to, if we were in my studio in L.A., we play a game called Truth With Texas. It's four cards. Each ace suit is a different type of question. It's romantic, kinky, spicy, and naughty. We're going to ask a little bit of the questions of each category and get to know you a little bit more intimately, Rubber Doll. Oh, wow. <laughs> so first we're going to do with kinky questions. Okay. What's your favorite time of day to have sex? Well, that varies, but I will say around 11 o'clock. All right, you're ready to go. Well, that could change, depending. <laughs> it depends. Have you ever been caught masturbating? Have I ever been caught masturbating? Uh, probably. And not for content. Probably. Not a fake one. A no, like, a real one. A real probably, a probably, probably a few times. Did you keep going or did you stop? Oh, I kept going and then they joined. Good girl. <laughs> I love it. Where's the craziest place you've ever had sex? Uh, I want to say that it was. Exotica I don't, I don't Convention Center. This was, was pretty <laughs> crazy. This was pretty crazy. It was in a, in a, in a it's in a boat. It was, it was in a fetish. It's called a fetish cruise. And every, it was a fetish cruise where everyone just gets wild. And it was on a fetish cruise in Vancouver. I like it. It was in a boat in the middle. Was it multiple people. people? Oh, my God. There, was, there must have been like 150 people. And everyone is fucking. I love it. Yeah. When everybody's fucking, I love everyone's it. That means everybody's fucking. happy. Yes. What's your favorite sex toy? Hitachi uh, or dildo? I, I like both. I like the Hitachi. I have a combination of Hitachi. Sometimes 
I like to masturbate just with the Hitachi, but I do like a good dildo. Okay. Oh, good fucking machine too. I like those too. Those used to intimidate me. Because I'm like, I'm like, who's controlling this? I like to control my own buttons around here. I do like the fucking machine too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Most number of times you've had sex during a day? Most? Yeah, what's the most I, number of times? I'd probably say about five times, five? four times. Do you like role playing? Do I look what? Role playing. I do. I do like role playing. What's your favorite role to play in the bedroom? Um... I've done like the teacher thing a few times because okay. I, I have this nice uh, teacher uh, latex outfit, and it's usually um, it's usually by whatever I'm wearing my latex outfits. That's usually the the subject of the of what it is. <laughs> it's all my latex outfits. Okay. How many latex outfits do you own? Okay. Well, that's too many to know because I have a room in my house which is all latex. It's it's like a walk-in closet. It's like you don't and have it, a toy room, you have a latex room. I have a latex <laughs> room, right, exactly. With toys in it. This latex needs to be stored a, at a certain temperature. It's a dressing room. Yeah, yeah. Well, it has to be stored away properly cuz it will it, it will get ruined, but it's a it's a dressing room. But it's um full of latex and different outfits. I've been collecting since What's the most expensive piece of latex you own? Um, I would probably say it's one of my show outfits. I have this, uh, it's a six arm costume. Uh, it has the six arms. The tentacle thingies, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, it has six arms. I would probably say something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right, so naughty questions. Oral sex, sloppy or clean? Oh, very sloppy. Oh, spit on it, girl. Oh, I love it. With Lube. a saliva. Lube or spit? I'm sorry? Lube or spit? Lube or spit? Lube? Oh, are you lube? putting lube on it or are you spitting? Oh, spit. You're like, I ain't got time for the spit. spit. You're like, I'm just going to spit all over it. I got time for lube. That's too much time. Yeah. <laughs> what is your biggest turn off? What My is something that you would absolutely like turn, make your pussy dry? You're like, not oh, at all. Bad breath. Oh, that is a, that's a killer. <laughs> that's a pussy killer, for sure. <laughs> Bad breath. What is your biggest turn on? I, I like a well-dressed guy. Like, well-dressed, smells good, good cologne. Um, you know, um, just like in charge, you know, a guy that knows what he wants. Doggy like or missionary? I, it doesn't matter. I, both are good to me. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> you can have. Oh, let's see. Romantic questions. Would you consider yourself a romantic? Yes. Yes. What's the most romantic thing you've done for a partner? Oh God, I don't really know. <laughs> or the most romantic thing someone's done for you? You know, I am pretty simple. Um, flowers. It doesn't really matter to me. It's the thought that counts. I really believe that. It doesn't have to be anything elaborate. I don't, It's know. listening to the small details. Definitely, I'm done. You know, men think sometimes it can be such a bigger thing, and it's like, if you just listen to me, motherfucker, I... Even a simple dinner for me is romantic. I'm very, I'm, I'm pretty down to earth with that. Do you like sexting? I do. Okay. I do, I do it a lot. Can you give us an example of, of your sexting, of your dirty text? Even with my fans, I like sexting. They know it. Can you give us an example of your, your dirty sexting? 
Oh, well, it depends what they're into, obviously, because, uh, you know, if they want to be tied down, if they want to be put inside a cage. Say that, Miss Texas, I'm DMing you right now, and I'm like, rubber doll, please put me in a cage, mommy. You're so sexy. I want your sexy wet lips all over my face. Suffocate me. What would you say? <laughs> I will fucking put your ass in that cage, and I'm going to leave you there to rot. And then by strap, you're going to be met by my strap-on. I'm going to be begging for that strap-on, Texas. You're going to meet my strap-on after that. <laughs> What is a secret sexual fantasy that you have that I have not fulfilled in porn yet? That's tough because I feel like I've already done everything. Okay, so what was one of those, all the things that you've done, what was your favorite fetish that you've tapped into? I would probably say, you know, I've just done so many throughout the years. You know, when you're in this business, I feel that it's so easily accessible that it's just like, okay, I want that, I got it. It's very... It's like, it's, look at my OnlyFans. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's probably on there. And that happens a lot. Like, also, when I come up with an idea of, of something that I want to do sexually, uh, usually that's expressed on my OnlyFans. I think a lot of girls... Um, are expressed that way. Because we're we content creators and now we have access to do it ourselves. So why not yeah. give you our fantasies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Giving or receiving? I... You're like, bitch, I want both. Do I have to pick? You have to. I would have to say I like to give. Okay. I can see that in you. You're like, I want to please you. It's going to make me wet yeah. still, but I'm going to please you. Well, I'm a, I'm a big pleaser as well. You know, even though I... I I come across very dominant. Uh, I, I am a pleaser. I like to make people happy, um, but I am very dominant, which is a very, uh, which is a very weird combination. Because I am very dominant when it comes to my videos, but at the same time, I'm a, you know, I consider myself a pretty good person. Do you have a dream scene that you have not yet created? Maybe with partners, not necessarily the scenario of. I, Probably stuff that I would do again. I haven't come up with something I haven't done that, I, you know, my brain. I, I do like, like, a, the, a good jail scene. I've already done that twice, uh, but that's always my favorite. I, I would like to uh, do that again. Uh, and that, that was, I think about that a lot, that jail scene. It's been a while. Um, yeah. Love yeah. After Lockup. You should watch it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I do like a good jail scene, yeah. Yeah. Favorite place to have sex? Uh, my bed. <laughs> so since you're this latex queen, you're known all of the latex. When you're at home, in your bed where you like to have sex, are you sleeping with clothes on or off? Uh, usually, usually I sleep uh, naked. I usually sleep naked. So I'll have to go with naked, yeah. But like, some, I, and if it's not naked, it's something slutty. <laughs> it's something like little short, like slutty. A, little, a little cut off, barely there. I like to be very comfortable, especially here in Miami. It's very hot. I mean, I'm wearing nothing. I've been sweating all over this place. It left my mark. Very hot here. So you don't want to wear a lot of clothes here in Miami. <laughs> That's why everyone walks around naked here. Is there ever been a partner that was too sexual for you? Maybe he was too kinky, he asked you for something that you couldn't do. Not Are you always really. up for a challenge? Not really because I've I've always been very sexual, so. So have you made relationships in the past, did they not work because you were too sexual? Did someone tell you, rubber doll, 
You no, too much, girl. No, they've actually been very intrigued and uh, open-minded about the things that I've liked, and, and they've been pretty open-minded of what I want to do and experiment new things. Well, after 20 I've years, been, yeah. you know what I mean? After having a partner that's sitting around and you're still, and you're not married and he's still with you, get, you're doing something <laughs> over there. If you say you have trick, one trick that is your specialty in sex, what would it be? What would you be known for? I, I, a good tongue action. You got that tongue? Is it yeah. long? I have pretty good tongue. Can I see it. how long it is? Oh, oh yeah. You can touch the top of that. There you go. There you go. Thank you so much. That's Thank the you. rest of the questions for Thank Truth Thank you for Texas. having me. Please let us know where we can support you, where we can follow you, where people can find your show. Well, um, my OnlyFans is only at Rubberdoll. Only Rubberdoll at, at OnlyFans. And uh, then um, my Instagram is Rubberdoll. Twitter is Rubberdoll. And, uh, and that's pretty where you can find me. Everything that is Rubber Doll. Private Rubber Talk doll. After Dark, I hope you've been enjoying this episode. I've got to know her a little bit more intimately. There's things that I didn't even know, so I hope you are appreciating her giving her candidness. Thank you so much. I know you have a show to get ready for. I appreciate you taking the time. I love you. You're going to kill it on the stage. I can't wait to see what your costume is tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Until next time. This episode is sponsored by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.